Hello and welcome back to Full Out. It is Sam, your host, and I am so deeply, deeply excited and honored for you to check out today's podcast conversation. It is with my good friend, Dr. Amron Bevels, and I want to read you her bio and then I want to share a little bit about this, this conversation because we go deep. We go deep. So above ground, Amron operates as a psychic counselor and coach for ambitious women with big purpose. Underground, she answers the call of the crone, the medicine woman, and the plant master's teachers themselves, supporting spiritualists who run businesses. Amron is a non-practicing conventional MD here to walk with the rising woman who is standing at the leading edge of her own leading edge. Oh, you guys, I when I tell you, we just recorded this podcast and there was so much energy flowing through my body, activations, divine downloads, ahas, Amron and her spirit team drop in so many nuggets of incredible, tangible takeaways. Like you're going to have both the tangible takeaway of like, okay, here's what I get to do in my life. And also the spiritual activations that will wake up the DNA in your body that will support you in moving into your fullest self. We talk about self-responsibility. We talk about relationships and how to know when it's time to leave or not. We talk about desire and need. We talk about learning our intuition and our operating systems. We talk about so many different things that I know are going to support you and your friends and all the people in your world. And I will say I do share things on this podcast that I don't know that I've shared before and publicly and openly. So this feels like a very raw and powerful activating episode. And I'm so, so deeply grateful that you have decided to press play and that you are here for this magic. If you like what you're hearing, if you are really feeling inspired and activated, I would ask you to share it with a friend or drop it on Instagram and tag me at Samantha Joe Harvey and we'll tag Amron as well. I'm just mm, so honored. Let's dive in. Dr. Amron Bevels, my friend, <laughs> spiritual coach, psychic counselor. I like to call you just a magical medicine woman. Welcome <laughs> to the Full Out Podcast. Thank you, sister. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be with you. I'm so pumped. And I love to start, this is the Full Out Podcast, and I love to start asking the guests, what does it mean to you to live your life full out? Ooh, I love that so much. My stomach totally like lit up when you said that. Living life from the gut is what's wanting to come through right now. And for us women, for me as a spiritual guide for women, it really relates to trusting our intuition. So for me, living full out means giving myself full permission to be spontaneous if I like spontaneity. And I, I actually do. So that is my personal thing. And to trust the gut, to trust the intuition. We get to lean in, lean back and really reside in our deeper knowing, in our non-logical knowing. So that is what I think I would say in a nutshell. Just full body fuck yes for me. And my question is, with your background, like you have the conventional medicine background, you have this education. What was that journey of finding your intuition and finding your truth when you have such a 
I want to say like a standard regular person background because you are not a regular person to me. You are truly this, this magical, mystical woman who is so deeply connected and powerful. And I am just so curious what that journey looked like. Mm. Thank you for that beautiful presentation of me. I love that. Thank you so very much. So um, what I want to say is that medicine preceded I mean, sorry, my magical tuned in, tapped in version of myself preceded medicine. Medicine was a necessity on my path for defining my identity, choosing my career path, making the wise, not wise, actually, the, the smart move from a traditional standpoint. Um, many, I'm sure of your women have had a tremendous turnaround awakening, right? Phoenix rising experience, tremendous fall before the rise. And for me, it was twofold. It was medicine and it was marriage. So those were two conventional constructs that I both jumped into feet first, full, full, deep dive, ready to go, be it 100%. That's my identity, et cetera. And then had to extricate myself from and like peel myself out of without losing my skin as best I possibly could. And those, those were my two most tremendous challenges in my life uh, from which I derive much of the treasure of who I get to be, who I choose to be, and who I challenge myself to be in this life. So I was already a uh, spiritual being. My mom would tell me that I was always um, being her little psychotherapist, her little counselor, her little uh, doctor. Like I would remove, you know, boobies from her eyes and talk about it. And, you know, I was really analytical and I'd smell everything, you know, just kind of like your old primitive researcher, right? So that was who I was. And I have to credit my mom. She didn't ablate that. She didn't wipe it out. She didn't negate it. She didn't discredit it. She didn't try and hide it. Um, she really amplified it. So I think as mothers, mm -hmm. I'm sure you have a lot of mothers on your group, I think are a one tremendous gift that we bring, that we're, that we're given with our child is this higher sight we can we can see who, what the propensities are for our children and support that and cultivate it or not mm. yeah powerful mm. powerful so can we talk about this analytical versus i, I call it the magical the intuitive yeah. i don't know what you would call Love it that. but i think that a lot of my clients and myself, if I'm being honest, like we can get so in our brains and try to make the moves from the logical space when, when the deeper knowing comes from a completely non-logical space. So how do you support your women in really stepping out of the brain and out of the logic so that we can be on our path? Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Okay. So what I feel my system doing as you're talking is I'm tuning into your audience. I'm tuning into who's listening first run, who's listening 30th run, you know, like who's listening far into the future. So what I'm sensing, what I'm picking up is decision-making. Decision-making is like one of the first litmus testers, if you want to say, uh, to re-acclimating yourself, reacquainting yourself with your intuition. So I think we're mm. all trained to turn it off and turning it back on can start really powerfully with
or does this feel contracted? Another one might be, does this feel like relief or does this feel like it's promoting my anxiety or my confinement, you know? And making it so black and white is a mm. really easy, easy yeah. way to just step into kind of attuning yourself to your intuition. And then fast forward, you know, it's not about time. It's about, it's about application. Fast forward yourself to where you feel so in touch with your intuition. The colors are so um, varied and the finite messaging is so um, specific and distinct. Like your alphabet, your vocabulary, your glossary of terms, you know, your ability to pick up on the subtlest of subtleties and like distinguish the tiniest nuances, right? Like a wine taster, get really, really mm, developed. So it might start with this super binary, super primitive mm. thing, but holy smokies, right? Like when, when you're tuned in and turned on, and I know you are this way, Sam, when you're with your clients, I feel this through you the elaborate nature of the, the color spectrum, just to follow the color spectrum and keep it simple, is just so magnificent, right? But we got to start somewhere. So mm. let's just bring it back to our core. Yeah. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, so powerful. So, oh, this is so good. Can you talk to us a little bit more just about what you do. Sure. Because I know that there's some listeners that are like, yes, psychic counselor girl, I'm in, give me all the wisdom. And then I know there, there's probably a few people that are like, okay, what, what is this? So can you share just a little bit more? Sure. There was one message that wanted to pop into before, and I'm wondering if I can access it. Okay. Piggybacking on what we were talking about before, about developing intuition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It wanted to be said that we as women carry a different functionality to our spiritual anatomy, let's say. And the analogy that's coming forward right now is in terms of navigating, you and I, women, navigate by way of landmarks, whereas homeboy dude over there will navigate by way of the cardinal directions. He always knows where north south is he can look at a map and immediately get oriented whereas maybe for you and definitely for me i navigate by landmarks isn't that fascinating there are entire cultures that are matriarchal and that navigate by landmarks so to the right of the deer stand you know what i mean is the navigation and when we know how we operate we are empowered and what we've been mm. doing is operating under a different system, one that's not our innate native way. So we get to pull that back in and the intuition is ours in a way that is never, it doesn't even compare to the man's. And that's physiology. We, we cannot reincarnate as a man, so we experience this version, but here we are as women now, so be in this version. Let's learn how to use your your operating system. That's what this is about. So I suppose that's actually kind of answering my next question, right? The one you gave me of like, what is this? What is it like to work with me? What do I do? I do believe that um, it's largely a, a matter of learning our operating system, reacquainting ourselves with who we are. Even human design is such a beautiful system for that, right? So I actually want to ask you a question going back to the operating system. Yeah, piece. let's do it. Can we go back yes. to that? So can you share a practical example of what that means 
with our operating systems, finding the landmarks, what does that actually mean if I like distill it down into my very human daily life with kids, with family, with career, with health? How do we take that knowledge? Okay. It's funny. I love doing this podcast with you because I'm tuning right into your women. So the message I got was me first. Start your day mm. if you are able to with me first. And that for some of you happens after you drop off your kids. I'm saying it can't be right at the beginning for a lot of you and that's fine. But as soon as you have a moment, instead of jumping into whatever that dutiful thing that you typically do would be, drop back in to self, do something for yourself. So for instance, that might mean making yourself your own special like latte, you know, contraption, but make it a ritual so that it is you communing with you. I used to call it time mm. with God, but really it's time with me because I am an aspect of God, am I not? So find what that is for you. And I know that a lot of women, you know, um, might go to a yoga class or something and that is me time. And I'm hearing to challenge just a little bit further and suggest that you either go more deeply inward during that yogic practice and be a little less tuned into your environment and your, and your peers or take it a step further and do something extra nice for yourself. Maybe juice up your water, make a really special water and have the preparation be the ritual. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that is powerful. Cool. Yeah. And I'm so glad you spoke to the me first in the morning, even if it's not first thing, because I think that's a lot of things, you know, I don't have kids yet and I have two dogs and I know it's very different. However, as we prep for, she says, okay, as we prep for this like pre-motherhood portal, I have been thinking a lot of like, how does this shift? How do I personally still get to honor myself and what I need? Really, it's what I need. It's not what I desire. It's what I need to be fully grounded. And I love that you spoke into that. And you are a mama of two beautiful humans. Yeah. And I would love for you to speak more into how do you navigate it? Like, how do you hold that? Um, what's the word? I don't know. Autonomy? But I'm going to drop I that in. Like, I'm throwing it in here. So two Please. things. Let's, what if we played with the words want and need and recognize that our wants mm. our, are our needs? What if we recognize that Ooh. our desires sincerely are the carrots, like, teasing us and enticing us forward into who we've just asked source to help us become. That is what I feel really strongly coming through right now. We don't have to splice the wants versus the needs anymore. And that's just part of this nurturing of the inner self, nurturing of the inner child, nurturing of the higher aspect of ourselves, right? And just really merging it all together, which by the way, that feels like such a trinity those three pieces and what happens when we just amalgamate them, right? And blend them and bring our sense of self, our self-worth, our self-worthiness up, up, up to that level at which we hold our higher aspect, our sense of source. We are that. Let's be that, right? So. Oh, Dr. Bev, so good. Dude, these are your women. They're pumping me with this, like, Thank you too. I'm going to have to listen to what's being said right now because it's it's not landing. It's just flowing. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm so excited. Oh, this is 
so juicy. It's so juicy. Oh, good. I, but I think this goes back to the, the logical piece, like from like an emotional intelligence, personal development space, we're taught around our languaging of want versus need and this flavor of desire. And, and really like what I'm hearing is owning our self-worth and declaring that our wants are the needs that are the desires. They are the things that we get to honor ourselves and our divinity with. We've been taught that a an industrious woman, a pious woman, a good woman slices the two and sacrifices and gives of self, right? We all know this. We've all seen it with our mothers, our aunties, our grandmothers, whatever. And we can feel the of it, right? Like it's outdated. We know it's not really serving. It's, 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 it's not serving. It's so funny to use the word serving, right? But it's like in your excessive service, you're not serving, you're not refueling. Yeah. I don't have much else to add to that. Just, mm. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That's Everything I would say would just be a repeat. So I'll let that be there. Yeah. And what I love is you are such a, um, living example of this. Like what I see. So we know each other from a mastermind and I love being able to play mm. in this intimate space oh, with me you. Too. Oh my and gosh. What I've, I love <laughs> what I've space. witnessed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it too. I'm obsessed. I'm I'm completely obsessed. But what I've witnessed in you is when you're moving through a challenge or when you're feeling resistance or sticky or even when you're not, you are so committed to your rest, your hot tubs, your like Aww. nourishing food, these things. And and I appreciate that because I think that a lot of us women currently don't have the examples of what's possible. Mm. And you have shown me this flavor of how I get to also live. Mm. And it feels like, like a warm soup. Like it just feels like so nurturing and like, Ooh, yes. And, and I see you as a woman who has children, who has a business, who's making incredible money, who has a partnership. Like you have all of the things. And this is what I teach is that you can have it all. But what I witness and I think is important to highlight is how you also take care of yourself and you honor that. Wow. Thank you, sister. That is a beautiful reflection. Um, what I want to say is Okay. I'm like, you know, when you rip, when you pull off a bandaid, sometimes it pulls off some of your new growth and it's tender and you're like, ah, and you're pulling off the old scab yeah. a little bit. That's that image is coming forward to, I don't know why, why that's coming forward. It's to represent something that I'm about to say. So we'll just let it ride. I don't know if it's going to land for it, cool. but it wasn't always this way. And, um, Ah, I think I know why the image is coming through. Part of me threw the baby away with the bathtub. That's what I want to say. I was so deeply engrossed in the piety of giving. I was well on my way to breast Mm. cancer. Let's just say that. And my mom indeed actually had breast cancer, like stage four, it was pretty significant. And I recognized immediately the psycho-emotional patterning behind that. It was giving in a codependent way, you know, like we nurse through our, right? Yeah. 
this is not an accident that it's cancer of the breast in a woman, mm. right? Side note, thyroid, what, like 88% or something like that. It's a woman disease. That's the throat. That's where we express. That's where we assert our boundaries, right? So I knew I was on my way to depletion and suffering. I was miserable in my marriage. My husband didn't want to have sex with me anymore. He was looking outside of our partnership for stimulation, um, accolades, um, attention. Um, and I was contorting myself at home to accommodate what I thought, what I perceived him desiring. I stretched myself so far out of my center that I, I was depleted. Let's just leave it at that. And it was through that extended expression, like in a bad way, I'm, I'm like pulling the toothpaste out of the tube, of myself that I, I just hit rock bottom and had to, had to do it differently. It had to be different. And I was so done with my partnership. This is just one tiny example of ripping the bandaid off and pulling off all the good new growth and taking the baby and throwing the baby away with the bathwater. It's just one tiny example in my whole you know, gallery of examples. Um, I was so ready to leave that marriage that I was about to leave it with one-tenth the, the money that was rightfully half, if you want to think about a marriage in half, right? Yeah. But I was yeah. so done that I was anti-beauty. I didn't want to adorn myself. I was anti-sex. I was anti-masculine. like, um, I, I was a man-hater. Like, so many things. And that's just, mm. this is just one tiny facet of my story, you guys. I'm just trying to keep it brief. So, I'm saying this to say, thank you for your compliment that it looks good. And my growth edge now is in returning to that beautiful, delicious um, place of full receiving uh, sexually, let's say, uh, full adornment of my beauty, which by the way, you do so well. You inspire that from me so much, sister. I took extra time to attend to myself today in order to honor your podcast and your audience and your presence. And it felt so good to do that. Mm. And I just want to acknowledge you. You bring that to me. Thank you. Yes. And I'm in a beautiful, beautiful partnership with, funny enough, side note, cosmic jokes on me. He was celibate when I met him. He's on his way to monkdom. I yanked him out because we just have a soul contract. I didn't know, right? And what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's so funny. And we're still working on our, like, right, union. But, yeah. but, and, right, in other ways, it's so goddamn good. So I know I'm saying a lot, and I hope people are still tracking with me, but I'm going to throw in some side notes because we're women. We can, we have many faces and graces. We can do yeah, so girl. many things, right? It gets to be fucking phenomenal. We don't have to suffer is what I want to say. And yes, I may be overshooting in some ways in my new partnership. Like I literally, we don't share money and he's totally good with that. 
in fact, it was like one of his things, right? I don't want a woman who's going to like decide it's in for me, whatever. But, but we're so beautifully respectful of each other and we get to dance through our own repulsions from our, from our previous relationships and make graceful space for each other. It gets to be so good. I was suffering for 21 years in a partnership that was drying me up and it couldn't have been good for the Mm. other guy either. So it's not like it's a one-way street of suffering. You know, if it sucks for you, it's sucking for them too. Everything gets to be a win. These are the spiritual laws. Everything gets to be a win. So when you are serving yourself and you are filling your cup, you benefit everyone. Your children win, believe it or not. If you're eating a meal and they're starving and you're like, I'm almost done, let me finish and then I will feed you. This is a win, I promise you. It's like happening on so many energetic levels, you guys, if we could just start to pull back in and refuel and be self-sufficient, so much is Mm. going to wash away. Our resentments to the world, being pissed off at our man, feeling like our women friends are letting us down, like all of that goes away because we are taking up the helm of self-responsibility in such a powerful and empowering way. There's so much here for us And we get to take it. We get to take it. Pick up your gems, right? Pick up your gems, sister. They are here. Don't wait for permission. (laughs) Don't wait for permission. Don't wait for someone to hold the door for you. And don't get mad that no one does because you're paving a new path. There is no guiding light. You are that guiding light. And take full pleasure and pride and enjoy yourself with fullest grace as you stumble and bumble along the way. That's all good. Have the most fucking fun you can have. This is your time. (laughs) My whole body is like, I'm just like moving and dancing and shaking over here. Like this is like, honey, to my system. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I honestly just went on such a riff. If there are any loose ends you want to complete, let me know. but thank you. Yes. No, that yes. was so powerful. Yes. So powerful. And, and and what I will what I will like come back to is is I know that when we are witnessing people online or we're seeing people out at the playground or in external circumstances that it's really easy to see where they have it together and it's easy to forget that everyone has their own fires, their own mountains, their own hills and their own challenges that they had to overcome in order to get to this and space. And I think that's still, something I... And that we're still working on. Like, it wouldn't be fun. How fun yes, would life be if we had it all figured out? Boring! Boring! Like, having a goal, having a desire oh. is, like, what makes it delicious. Like, I want to feel my strength. I want to pick up something heavy. I want to feel that resistance, you know? Yes. I think that's why I love the gym. You know, it's funny. I took a long time off when I was moving through my grief with Radio City, when I, I wasn't dancing, I wasn't moving. I I really couldn't do anything physical. And there's been this resurgence of me, even though I've been teaching at the gym, it hasn't been a personal practice. And there is something that feels so empowering about picking up a heavy weight. And it's exactly wow. what you just said. Boy, I love that you paused though on the gym for a while because it felt like you needed to reset. You needed it to mean something different. Would you agree with that? Mm, yeah. yeah. 
A thousand percent. Yeah, because I I had it tied to, I need to fit a weight class. I need to fit my costumes. I need to look skinny enough. I need to be fit enough. And I was always going with this external goal, which sometimes was challenging and sometimes I loved it, you know? And so at this point in my life, it's like, what does that mean for me? And so I couldn't figure that out while I was in it. And so taking that pause and stepping away and being able to circle back around, being like, I'm going to circle back around as this version of me yeah. with these new desires, these yes. new goals. Yeah. Yes. Totally different. Love that. That's the other thing. Um, we get to redefine I, ourselves. Oh yeah. I'm just saying. I, that's the other <sighs> empowering thing I think feels like it wants to drop in right now is that we get to redefine what this or that means at any time. We get to do a reset. So I'm not even saying you need to leave your man. Like, that's the beauty, by the way. I love of the work that I get to do here because- I can take the shittiest marriage and clean it up. When you take that responsibility mm. for your environment onto yourself, you can completely recode what this or that means, even when your man is trifling. Oh, that means he feels insecure right now. Oh, that means he's hungry. He's grumpy because he's hungry. What a snooky, right? Like if you can completely transform it, right? <laughs> and make it something lovable or make it something despicable that gives you permission to like go out with your girlfriends, like whatever, like the survival kit is here. I'm just, I'm just saying like, I'm excited about all the possibilities that always present themselves, even in the confines of convention. So that's all. I'm, I'm glad you spoke into that because I know there are some women in my world moving through relationship things specifically. Mm-hmm. And they're in that place of like, is this it? Is this not it? Am I ready to leave? Am I not ready to leave? And I am curious if you have words for them. I can see a spectrum. I can see one, two, three, four different versions. And there are like two people in version number four, one person in version number three, things like that. So everyone's going to fit into a category. The words, it doesn't have to mean anything are coming forward right now. It doesn't have to mean anything. So with four categories, that'll mean probably four different things, right? The completion of this relationship and you pivoting into a new one doesn't have to mean what you think it means. Mm. The discomfort you're feeling right now in your partnership doesn't have to mean what you think it means. The way he looks at you does not have to mean what you have thought it means. The gestures he's making don't have to be the requests you think they are. Yeah, really powerful. Lots of energy is moving through my system right now. And it's like super emotional and tender. And what I feel coming forward right now is simply that, and this isn't for all four categories, it's more for three, but bring it back to self. Re, recapitulate. <laughs> I don't know why that word's wanting to come by. <laughs> That's an interesting word right there. But bring <laughs> your focus back to self and it is a heady thing they're wanting you to reconnect mm-hmm. with the like that that source code spark light that lies deep within you about who you know yourself to be reconnect with her and then reassess and rebuild and redefine and tweak every other outer aspect of yourself that's the message coming forward Mm, yeah that was beautiful yeah so human amran not channeling amran has deep deep passion and compassion for 
for women's identity. We get to identify with ourselves. We get to know the fuck who we are. We get to know our capabilities, our powers. That's what I mean when I say share your awares and pick up your gems. Pick up your gems. Know who you are. Claim that, own that, love that, exalt that. Exalt it. These are your pearls. Mm. Yeah, mm. and then and mm. then treat it like, treat it like it. You know, act like it. Act like these are pearls. Act like you are a gem. Act like it, right? Yeah, girl. You know that's what I'm all I about. I'm like, girl. please, I'm like, be big, be with do her. the things, do the things. Just, just jump in her <laughs> in her kit in her in, right. Get in her group. <laughs> <sighs> What do you think is the number one thing standing in the way for powerful women? Like you work with ambitious women. I work with uh, powerful, ambitious women. What do you think is the thing that if we could break through, release, soften, love into, what's you know the what? thing? You know the if word? We you started that question and the answer came in and the word was play. And I was like fighting it. It was like, well, let's hear the question first, guys. <laughs> but no, they're telling me that. That's what they want me to say right now. And here's why. There are other steps before play, but if you make play your focus, you will do all the things you need to in order to get to that place of surrender, availability, trust, comfort, right? All those things that involve that are involved in play. Play is an open-hearted space. Play means you feel safe. Play means you are engaged. You're fully present. You're playing full out, right? Yeah. So get yourself to play. And I'm taking, I'm gonna re watch this recording so I get there a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, like, thank you. I got full chills when you said that it's something that I have always played with. Like, <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> but, but it's so true. Mm. Like we just, we make things so heavy and mm. we make them so serious and we make them so hard. And, and like, I get mm. that, like the very human side of us is seeking love and rightness, acceptance. And rightness and because piety and ooh, godliness yeah. come in sobriety and, and suffering mm. and like sacrifice. Uh, both of my hands are up right now because I am serious AF a lot of the time. And one of the things that like my own shamanism has taught me, like imagine myself, you know how I channel, right? Biting myself in the butt or like smacking myself over in the face, like that happens to me. And then like, and I'm like wagging my head in my right? Like, girl, you need to relax. Your butt is too tight. Your pussy's too tight. Like, honestly, we talk to us like that. And it's funny and you're just yeah, you just relax a little bit and have fun. You're not going to get this wrong. In fact, you're going to get this more right. If you could just open your yoni, relax your channels, like allow the flow to flow, let it all in. Right. Mm. I am so yeah. a student of this. I'm so a student of this. So I, I may talk, but I'm, I'm still walking. I'm still learning. I'm still doing it. Right. <laughs> But that's what I love. I mean, that's what I love about you. That's what, what I love about the space that we share is that even though we teach these things, we support other people and, and women stepping into these things. Like we're still on our own journeys. Like we, and, and I think that's the, a sign of a really great leader is that they are still doing the work. They're walking the talk and not just talking the talk. Cause I've experienced, I've experienced that. both and it energetically feels different. I think in the beginning I wasn't aware of that because I just wasn't as um, sensitive or open or able to receive that. But now it's like, it is a yeah. requirement. Yes. Can I just plug our group for a second and say one of the things please. I love about our group. And by the way, if another woman wants to join us, please do, please do. Is this, 
we are all here, including our group lead, our facilitator, we are all here in it. We are all here seeing how fast yeah. we can run and how high we can fly. And we are supporting the snot out of each other. And we are leveraging the ambitions of each other to raise our minimums. Where are you going to get that? Where are you going to get that? This is amazing. <laughs> well, you know, I'm actually so glad you brought that up because I, I, it was one of my questions or things that I wanted to bring up was this idea of this new paradigm of power to power, where it's like, not this, like I am leading on a yes. pedestal and these are yes. the clients that are down here. Can you riff on that uh, please? Because, yes. because this is a conversation yes. that's been coming up with yes. people are like, but I want to play with you and I want to hang out with you. But I'm like, yeah, we get to do that in these spaces, power to power. Okay. So when we see ourself as a pearl and really claim that, really own that, really be that, it becomes the greatest honor to allow another human being into our mentorship space to be in the closest mm. quarters with us. I am wrapping you into my vest. And yes, I will, I will administer my channel to you as needed, right? That is where the money exchange comes in. And you are privy to my process. You are privy to my goals and my dreams and my ambitions and my process, my learning her. And it's going to accelerate yours. Mm. This mm. is the greatest, yeah. right? This is the greatest gift I can give you is the most intimate part of me. Mm. Right? It's so good. Right? Don't yes. you want to be a part of that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And yeah. <laughs> Not where the leader is like hiding her process and like eating ice cream at night all grumpy and sad and then putting it together. Okay, ladies, you suck at this. Do this. I see you. You're not playful. <laughs> right? Like, come on. Come on. Oh. Come on. It's, it's completely different. Completely yeah. different. I... And I knew that there was, I was like, I was challenged with that for a little bit in time, but I couldn't understand what it was. And I'm like, but I want to be friends with these people, but I, but I, it's, I'm like, I'm paying to be in their spaces. And, and it was like a, a challenging mind thing. Again, here we go back to the brain and the mind and the logic. And yeah. then when I could drop into my heart and my body, it was like, wait, like I am actually friends with Samantha who leads our group. And nice. I get so blown up and expanded by her guidance in our work together that like, I think that having wow. and working with friends is the most powerful thing. Like not only okay. do they have my back because they're, we're in the container together, but like, I know they deeply want yeah. me to win. And if I'm going to pay That's anyone, powerful. I want to pay the people that I love. Who are the most invested in me. Yeah. That's kind of good. That's kind of good. That's kind of hardcore. Like, throwing the patriarchal model on its head. Wow. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. 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 Is there, mm. I mean, I know we've touched on a lot of things. Is there anything that's coming through that you're like, girl, we got to talk about this? Mm. No, but the word permission comes forward now. And I know that's like your tagline. <laughs> I think you should make booty shorts that say permission on the back. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know why that vision just dropped in. You will not see me wear them, but I will see you wear them. <laughs> I'll only do it if I get you in a oh pair, girl. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my spirit team wants to like talk to your, to the raunchy side of your spirit team. <laughs> They're like, do it. I'm available. They're like cat calling you. You know, you can do this. Get this. 
Anyway, I don't know why they want you to act so badly, but you are permissioning when you do, and that is why they are cheering you on like this. So I just want you to know there's a piece of me that loves everything you're doing when it's out of the bounds. It is so mm. permissioning. It is so like enlivening and brightening and like expansive. You expand my org field. My org field expands when I watch mm. your content. It's it's awesome. Really awesome. <laughs> that is like the deepest honor. Thank you. Thank <laughs> just, you. It just, it, it just let me know that's what is <laughs> happening. <laughs> and, and you know, I will tell you like that has been a big um, deprogramming thing for me, really? having always had my body, you know, as a dancer, like it has to look a certain way. I do other people's choreography. Um, I have, you know, a really interesting history, I'm sure ancestrally and past life and current life just around, um, sensuality and my body and control and like being quacked. It has been. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. And well. it has been such a journey of letting go, of being able to open, of really truly embodying the not giving a fuck, which is what I teach. But this was the next level of it. I remember my first pole class. I went in sweatpants and a t-shirt and my hair is in a ponytail and I'm in socks. And you know, everyone there is like in their tiny little G-strings. And I'm like, oh my guys, like I'm so awkward. I don't know what to do. And it has been such an evolution to wow. now not only show up in those classes in my underwear, but then to also put it online. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You are blown. There are like microscopic fireworks going off in my system right now. Like I can't even comprehend, but I'm, I'm starting to comprehend. Like, thank you for saying that. Mm. There's so much in there. Mm. Wow. Wow. I know there there was a lot of past life stuff that I got to work through Mm. as well. Um, That was my own like deconditioning. Um, Oh, I'm like, yeah, my body's reacting right now too. So can I share one of the things that's coming up for me right now? It's a past life um, template that had multiple of these of um, being a sexual servant and having to dutifully perform. Uh, I'm not seeing dance, but I'm just seeing dutifully um, administering sexual attention. And this is what's getting worked on right now, just by what you're talking about. And the image that I'm imagining of you pole dancing or women pole dancing, but specifically it's through the channel of you enabling the, the alchemization of the kind of the toxic energetics of that. So this is really, really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I had, I had similar such like past life experiences as well. Um, many actually many, in fact, so it's been really, it's so cool to me and it's so mind blowing to my human. That's Mm -hmm. like, this is, this is why my soul like chose this body and chose this career path and mm-hmm. chose these people to be around like my former partner and my like the things that I thought were really challenging in my life completely make sense wow. like but are so mind blowing like I can't even fully grasp it I know it. what you're saying I don't think I ever will Isn't it phenomenal Isn't it phenomenal <sighs> like I know exactly what you're saying <laughs> And I like, just this keep is watching. the juice What were you going to say Like this is the juice this is the stuff right? and and what I am also I'm going to I'm going to be proud for a moment Please. 
I'm going to be proud for a moment. I, I'm really proud of myself for continuing to follow the path because three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, I was like, I am your personal development coach. And it's been really challenging for me to put into words what is now happening in my mm. containers. It's felt challenging to be like, this is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. I don't have a flat ROI. We're going to take you from zero to 10K. We're going to help you lose weight. Like, yeah. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah me neither. And so I'm, I, I'm really, I'm loving this discussion. Mm. I'm loving that it's out on the podcast because it feels like I'm exposing new parts of me mm. as well in this, which feels really special. And I'm so glad that I get to do it with you, Amron. Sister. Um, So beautiful. But yeah. And I'm loving what you're saying about the non-clarity of the ROI and coupling that with the immense value proposition of being in your most intimate spaces. So Mm. we get to rewrite or recode the, the professional paradigms. What does a professional offering look like? What does a complete package look like? Is it based on time? How is it priced? Is it based on number of Mm. sessions? Right? What are you actually getting? Is it in amperes of energetic support? Right? Like, let's bring in joules and kilowatts to this bitch because we are talking completely differently (laughs) here. We're going quantum. We're dealing with past life stuff. We are defying time and space, right? And we get to bring in money, money, energetics, all that good stuff. And how do we quantify this stuff? Yeah, we're doing business differently. Here we are. (laughs) Bring it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so, so, so good. Okay. Last chance, I'm going to ask you and your guides and your team, any last final thoughts, and then we'll figure out where we can connect with you. Uh, No, this feels really, really good. Um, I'm getting a little tap on the shoulder to plug the book that I published. I was literally, I have it right (gasps) here and I was going to bring it up. If you weren't going to bring it up, so (laughs) Can I, can I plug it first and then you sit, share what you want to share? Yes. Because I want to give my my um, experience. So I met Amron in this mastermind. I knew that she had co-authored a book. And I was like, that's great. I saw someone else in the in the group get it. I'm like, I want that. But I just, I for whatever reason, I wasn't ready to click buy. I went to an event a few months ago, had a really insane remembrance uh really powerful experience. I drop it into our WhatsApp chat and Amron says, Sam, I think it's really time for you to get this book. Ordered the book. I started it and I think I cried on like the second page and then I read the seventh page and I cried and then I cried again. I think I cried three times before getting through the first chapter because I felt so deeply seen through on like a soul level that I was like, holy fuck, I sent this to a friend. I ordered it and sent it to another girlfriend because she was moving through a a similar, you know, um, understanding and reclaiming of her power. And I am just amazed and in awe of this book. It was so powerful and so activating and supporting for me. So you can share what you want to share, but I'm going to say go buy Amron's book. (laughs) Beautiful. I don't need to share anything. That was lovely. Thank you. (laughs) 
It's called it's called the Priestess Transmissions. Let's give you the title. We'll put a link in the show notes, and I'm sure that also if you find Amron on Instagram, um, Amron, I'm let you share your your Instagram handle, but I'm sure that you can find a link there as well. But it's called the Priestess Transmissions. Amron, where can we find you online if people want to connect oh, with I love you? This. Thank you, sister. <clears throat> and I'm not taking credit for the book. Truly, it's a channeled text, and. We just work damn hard to actually get it out into physical form. So we're very excited to share it with those who are at this place of receptivity and ready to springboard their right awakening, ascension, all that good stuff. <clears throat> okay. So uh, you can find me on Instagram at Amron Bevels, MD. That's my Instagram handle. And there are a few others. So just there are no dots or spaces or anything like that. Just Amron Bevels, MD. And then I'm also online at amronbevels.com. So that's my website and my offerings are there. And I also have links in my bio on Instagram. If you want to follow the priestess transmissions on Instagram as well, it's the priestess code. Oh, so good. So good. Dr. Bevels, the amazing, magical, mystical medicine woman. Amron, it is a joy to do life with you, to play with you, to expand with you, to grow with you, to celebrate with you. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you were on today. It, it means the world to me. Thank you, sister. You are phenomenal. I love your work. I'm so thankful for your groups and your programs and all of your offerings. Thank you for choosing yourself over those years of hardship and continuing to shine your light, continuing to show up, continuing to push your edges. I love who you are and I just want to be in your space. So thank you. Thanks, guys. And if you loved this episode, share with a friend. If it activated anything within you, tag us on Instagram. Let us know what your biggest takeaway was. Let us know what is coming up for you. Share, share, share. Leave a comment. Subscribe. All the good things. We love you. Have the best day. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Jo Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.
of you and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day and I'll see you next time.